Welcome to Down to Earth but Heavenly Minded Podcast. Hosted by Irving Rich. Meditations on Daniel. By James Boyd. Chapters 10 to 12. The Closing Prophecies. The 70 weeks, as we see here, are divided into 7, 62, and 1. The 7 weeks would be engaged with the restoration of Jerusalem. The street and wall would be built in troublous time. In the book of Nehemiah we have the account of this building, and the trouble that the builders were in through the enemies of the Lord. Let a soul be engaged in maintaining that which is of God on earth, and he will soon be made acquainted with the enmity of the world against all that he is doing. But let a man be what he may, and let him do what he will against the authority of God, as exercised on earth, and to which his people are here to bear witness. And it is sure to involve persecution as their portion from the hands of men, all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. From this there is no escape, except by lowering the flag and being on the best of terms with those who tread it in the dust. After the sixty and two weeks, sixty-nine altogether, Messiah is cut off, and has nothing. His authority is disowned by men, though acknowledged by demons, his rights disputed, his life taken. At first they said, we have no king but Caesar, and later on, not this man, but Barabbas. They accept a murderer, and crucify the Son of God. As come in flesh and blood, and presented to the responsibility of man, he has to say, the things concerning me have an end. Rejected, he goes out of this world, accepted, the murderer and robber is brought in. That is man, not at his worst, but at his very best. They were the leaders of the world who crucified Christ. Afterwards the city of Jerusalem and the temple are destroyed by, the people of the prince that shall come. This, as we all know, was brought to pass by means of the Roman legion. And unto the end, war, the desolations are determined. The prince that shall come is to be the desolator, others no doubt, previous to his coming, but he is in the mind of the spirit, the great desolator. The empire, of which he is viewed as head, began the destruction, and he will finish it. How Jacob shall emerge out of these sorrows we learn from the prophets, a remnant only shall be saved, or, as we read in chapter 12 to 1, everyone that shall be found written in the book. The majority of the Jewish nation shall place their trust in this prince that shall come, and make a covenant with him for the last week of the seventy, but their covenant with death shall be annulled. And their agreement with Sheol shall not stand, for from the north an overflowing scourge shall come upon them, and they shall be trodden down by it. Isaiah chapter 28 verses 14 to 22. Men make their covenants, their alliances, their entente cordiale, and flatter themselves that all shall be well. But when they say, peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them, and that from a quarter least expected. This prince with whom they have made the covenant cares little for the scrap of paper upon which the terms of the covenant may be inscribed. The covenant is broken, and friendless Israel falls under the power of the desolator, until it can be said Jerusalem has received double for all her sins. Isaiah chapter 40. The desires of Daniel for more details regarding God's ways with his people, and the answer of God to those desires are recorded in the two following chapters, 10 and 11. And again we see how quickly the answer is sent to the inquiring mind, which is interested in that which concerns his interests upon earth. The glorious messenger which appears to him by the river Hiddekel, tells him, from the first day that thou didst set thy heart to understand, and to humble thyself before thy God, thy words were heard. And I am come because of thy words. What an encouragement to us is found here. Our Lord says to his disciples, Ask, and it shall be given you, seek, and ye shall find, knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For every one that asks receives, and he that seeks finds, and to him that knocks it shall be opened, Luke chapter 11 verses 9 to 10. But we must learn that there is not quite an open and unobstructed highway between the soul and God. 
Writing to the Colossians, Paul says, I would that ye knew what great conflict I have for you, and for them at Laodicea, and for as many as have not seen my face in the flesh, Colossians chapter 2 verse 1. Only those who are determined to lay hold upon the living God realize the spiritual forces that are at work to hinder access to his presence. Though it is by the Holy Spirit of God that we have access to the Father, Satan seems to have ability to raise up hindrances that require us to have energy to overcome. In this conflict our strength is useless. We have received the Spirit, and only by his power access for us is possible. The answer was sent to Daniel at the beginning of his exercises, but it was held on the way for one and twenty days, and then Michael, one of the chief princes, has to come to the assistance of the messenger. The forces of evil that are arrayed against our intercourse with the living God are both numerous and powerful and it would be foolish and dangerous to underrate them. But at the same time, though we require to watch unto prayer, and to watch in prayer, we have no need to be in the very least alarmed. Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you, James chapter 4 verse 8, is as true for us as it was for saints at the beginning of the dispensation. It is also our privilege to be constantly in the spirit of prayer to God, not merely because we are always needy, but because we love to be in intercourse with him. May we ever avail ourselves of this inestimable privilege. The messenger lets Daniel know that what he has to communicate to him refers to that which should befall his people at the end of the days. Three kings were yet to stand up in Persia, the fourth richer than all. Greece becomes his object of attack, so that when Alexander rises up, Persia becomes the kingdom he is determined to humiliate most of all. But no more than any of the others that went before him can he ward off the weapon of the king of terrors. Before him kings, armies, and civilians, have all to bow. This Grecian king leaves his kingdom to be divided toward the four winds of heaven, but not to his posterity does any part of it fall. The special attention of Daniel is directed to the doings of two of those four, the king of the north, and the king of the south, and what a history of craft, plotting, diplomacy, deceit and war. Have we to contemplate? Those two kings quarreling between themselves, each seeking the undoing of the other, the king of the north carrying his accursed warfare into the holy land, invading Jerusalem, taking away the daily sacrifice, polluting the sanctuary, and placing an idol therein. All these doings make manifest a remnant that know the God, are valiant on behalf of his interests, and stand up fearlessly in their defense. There are also among the people those who are wise, and who are able to instruct others, and they shall fall by the sword, and by captivity, and by spoil, many days. Some of the wise also shall fall, to try them, and to purge and to make them white, to the time of the end. Next, we have the king, introduced, the Antichrist, who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God, or that is worshipped, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. He will do according to his own will, honor those who acknowledge him, make rulers of them, and divide the land to them. Against him the king of the north will come, and the king of the south shall push at him. But the king of the north shall come against him like a whirlwind, and few countries shall escape his hand, but he shall come to his end, and none shall help him. The Lord himself shall deal with him at his appearing. Into these things it is not my purpose to inquire in any kind of detail. My object is to see what we can get for our souls in a moral way. All these matters have been gone into by many others, and there is nothing new to be said about them. The doings of the kings and rulers of the earth reveal nothing but pride of heart, self-will, intrigue, cruelty, and opposition to God, whether that be before the cross of Christ, at this present time, or in the time of the closing woes of this earth's history. In the mind of God Israel is the center and head of the nations. At present for their manifold and wicked transgressions they are wanderers, and a despised people on the earth. But the Deliverer is at hand, and though the sifting process, through which they are bound to find their way to rest and peace under the reign of their Messiah, shall he more severe than anything they have yet experienced. 
out of it a remnant shall come, in the midst of which the Christ shall set his throne on the hill of Zion, and as the Lord rejoiced over them to do them evil, he will then rejoice over them to do them good. Michael shall stand up for them when the day of the deliverance has come. The people shall come back from among the nations where they are now scattered. Not all of them shall reach the land, for the rebels shall be destroyed on their way thither, I will cause you to pass under the rod, and I will bring you into the bond of the covenant. And I will purge out from among you the rebels, and them that transgress against me, I will bring them forth out of the country where they sojourn, and they shall not enter into the land of Israel. And ye shall know that I am Jehovah, Ezekiel chapter 20 verses 37 to 38. In that day, the day in which their long-rejected Saviour shall take to himself his great power, and shall reign, every one that shall be found written in the book, shall be there under his everlasting protection. And Daniel shall stand in his lot, and see with his eyes the fulfilment of all that was shown to him in vision. How truly and well he was beloved of God he will then know better than ever he knew upon earth, as we also surely shall. End of the writings on the meditations on Daniel, by James Boyd.